The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Uh, before we get stoned, let's say hi to everybody. We got Astro here, who's like loving life, being on television every week. And now let's say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. My shave is not working. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know why? Why? Because you were kind enough to take my shaver out of the car, and then you plugged it in. In the bathroom. Uh-huh. But you fail to realize that the shaver's plug was not plugged into the outlet. Uh- <laughs> so my shaver did not charge. And now I have a half a beard, a half ass face. Oh, you look beautiful anyway. Well, you know, sometimes in doing well, I have to say, keep your fucking hands off my things, okay? Yeah. Otherwise it would have sat in the car and it wouldn't have been charged no, at all. Gone, no, no, but but I, I would have then listen, Jimmy, let's not make an argument about the shaver. <laughs> you were wrong. You didn't check to see if it was plugged into the outlet where the electricity comes from. You're right, I didn't. How how is everybody out there? I hope you're all fine. We have a chat room full of people. Oh, There's of everybody's people. starting to show up. What's up, okay. chat room? We have uh Don Hinton is in the chat room. Mike Wagner from the Mike Wagner show says he loves the dog. This is Astro Mike. Uh Don Hinton, Backpack John is in the chat room. Uh, Jimmy's in the chat room from the Dick Jimmy show. Um, it should be all fun. Everything is going to be good. We got a great show for you guys today. Um, we have uh, Patrick Bergen coming on. You guys know him. He's been in like so many things. It's not even funny. I'm super excited to have him on the show. Uh, and then we've got a very dear friend of ours, Kimberly Boynton. And uh, I'm actually producing a movie with her. And uh, so it should be a lot of fun having her on. And we call her Kimmy Bear, but her real name is Kimberly Boynton, which uh I just learned when we find out that we were putting her on the show. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, everything is good, and we're looking forward to having a great show for you guys today. From the bearded one, here I am. I mean, I don't want a beard. I am so sick of all these men wearing beards. What are they, stupid? If one guy jumps off a cliff, is everybody going to jump off? Do all men think they look sexy with a beard or a 5 o'clock shadow? Not I do. at all. No, you well, yeah, you because you know, unattractive people should have beards. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> because it covers up their unattractive unattractiveness. <laughs> Actually, our guest has a beard too. Well, we'll tell him to shave it off also. <laughs> because you know, faces are our stamps. And everybody with a beard looks alike. And that's not good for me because I get everybody confused anyway. I mean, we were at uh, Sean Kanan's book signing party, which was wonderful. He read beautifully, and the book is really interesting. I suggest you go out and get it. Way of the Cobra. And they were serving champagne. 
I like champagne. It was hot. I was thirsty. I drank a little champagne, a couple of glasses. And, you know, me with a couple of glasses of champagne, meeting people I forgot I ever met is not a good thing. So people kept coming up to me, hugging me. Hi, Ron, how are you? And I kept saying to myself, who the fuck is this one? <laughs> I mean, I didn't remember anybody hardly, but I remembered, you know, a few people. You know, the stars of, of Studio City and soap opera people. You know, people I'm really good friends with. But the, it was like 200 people there, maybe more. And they kept coming over and over. Kept and they coming all knew and, you. They kept coming and they all knew me. I had not a clue who half of them were. But I said, hi, how are you? Good to see you again. How's the family? I figured they all have a family, right? Some of them said, oh, they're all dead. I said, oh, well. <laughs> Sorry, I asked. <laughs> no, it was fun. We had a really good time. If you're wondering why I have this new haircut, it's because I'm working on a character for a movie. And of course, I can't talk about it. But my character is supposed to be a uh, mafioso from 1943. So this is a 1943 hair comb of how the guys in Brooklyn wore it. Anyway, that's enough about that. What are we going to talk about, Jimmy? Yeah, well, we want, we want our guest? Do, it's, it's too early. We're going to work on it. They say you're you're handsome with or without shaving. Kimberly's in the chat room. Say hi to Kimberly since she's our no, second guest. I'm not guest. going to say hi to her because you know she. You know, I called her up. I was. I said, "What are you wearing?" And she hung oh, up. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so screw you, Kimberly. We could have had some sex phone sex. You know, <laughs> yeah. you didn't have to hang up on me. Gee whiz! She said you look 20 years younger with my hair like this. I guess I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? You think I give a shit at this age? I'm lucky I'm breathing. I'm happy I'm breathing. I care about my hair. Anyway, no, I'm doing it for a part for a movie. Also, I'm trying out other hair combs for another part for another movie. Um, I have to look like a professor. So I'm trying to figure out how would a professor's hair look. I think it's slicked back flat to my head, long in the back. I'll let it grow long in the back for that film. I'm a character actor. I like being the character. I don't ever like looking the same in in two movies. So I try very hard to always look different in every movie. Uh, in one movie, we're dyeing my hair brown. So I'm going to have brown hair, not white hair. Uh, it's fun. It's called acting. It's called make-believe. It's called becoming someone else. And there are times when I'm so sick of myself. You know, you get bored with yourself. You get so full of yourself that you say, enough already, get lost, I, I want to go away. And you become a character in a motion picture. And that's called acting. So, so wanna, Jimmy, what's going on with you? I want to just tell everybody, so because uh, we do our little ads now, because I forgot to do them last week. So you I'll guys, shave while he talks. You can listen to the uh, Jimmy Star Show. You guys, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts. Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. We're on about 150 other ones, but these are the ones that everybody uses. Um, so you can see us in all those podcasts. Um, we're live every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time on W4CY Radio. And we have the greatest engineer on the planet, Roxy, and we love having her. And so we're happy, so happy she's part of our team. And we love all you guys in the chat room. We're going to have a good time today with all of our guests. And... Um, uh, what else? What were we going to say? Tell them something else. I forgot. I want to ask you a question. Okay. Our show goes to every country all over the world. Obviously, if you have a computer, you can find us. Right. Now that we boycott Russia, are we no longer going to Russia? No, we're still going there unless they're blocking it somehow. Well, I'm going to send a message. Please, everyone in Russia, the populace, the people, 
Throw your government, throw your person out. You don't want war. If we have a nuclear war, we're all going to die on the planet. We don't want that. So please, if you Russian people can hear me. They love us in Russia. Go out in the streets and stop this guy from doing what he's doing. I mean, it's wrong. You cannot go into a country and take it over. It's just criminal. Anyway, folks, out in Russia, my heart goes out to you because I know that you're stuck in the middle. So to all the Russian people in Russia, God bless you and stay healthy and stay well and stay safe. Same thing to the people in the Ukraine. Well, the Ukraine, I can't say anything about. They're being killed, bombed, and destroyed, so I can't very well say stay safe. Right. But we're I mean, all, I, all I have to say we're to the people prayers. of the Yukon is I wish I could help you. I would. And if I could smuggle some of you out, I would. And I'm happy that you're all welcome to come to our country now as refugees, because you certainly are. And uh, I will welcome every one of you that come here and try to help you to establish a residence or a lifestyle in our country. Said that you have to leave your country. I would be devastated if I ever had to leave America, although I could live in Italy. I love the food. I love the beauty. I love the language. And I am Italian. So I'm really Italo-Americano. You know, I can have two passports because my father was Italian. So if I had to leave America because it was being nuked, I would go to Italy with my children. I would probably bring Jimmy along, too. (laughs) But I'd have to think about it. As the bombs were bursting over our heads, I would have to say, Jim, you think you want to come to Italy with us as we were getting on the airplane? (laughs) Yeah. But I would bring Jimmy along because I really love him. I just tease him to death. <laughs> hey, listen, I wouldn't have married him if I didn't love him. And I wouldn't be with him if I didn't love him. I mean, a cute guy like me gets around, you know. Right, Kimmy, bear bitch that you never let me talk dirty to you on the phone. Wait till I get you on our show. I'm going to crucify you. Also, Hub Reynolds just joined us, so say hi Hub, to Hub. Hub, Hub, how's it swinging, baby? Are you making good music? You know, you have to come on the show soon when you got a good hit record that you want to push that we could listen to. I was going to put one of your bracelets on again, like I mentioned last week. You sent me a size for some woman. I have a big wrist, big hands, big feet, big nose. You know what that means. But anyway, (laughs) I have a big wrist and those things don't fit. So what I did was I put scotch tape from one end to the other to make them fit. But I will show them next week. Kimberly says, oh, shit, bring it on. (laughs) Oh, wait till I get that that bitch. Wait till I get her. She's going to be so sorry. She's coming on our show. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, just wait. And Hub, uh, Hub, Hub, you got a new. He says we're looking dapper. Well, Hub, you got a new girl. I hope you have a new girl in your life. The other one was cute. But what happened? You never told me what happened. How come you were engaged and you broke up? You know, nobody really wants to hear about it, but we'd love to. Yeah. I won't tell anybody anything. Just four million people. No, listen, nobody's really listening to our show. So, yeah, Hub, right. Hub, now that you're in our, what is it called, chat room, tell us what happened to the blonde chick. <laughs> you know, I thought that was We don't it. have enough time for No, that you, anyway. you took a house together. You gave her a ring. You were screwing each other to death. It was loving uh, in bloom. No, he says still single. Still <laughs> single. Hey, girls out there, did you ever see what Hub looks like? Very cute. Very butch. Like a bull. But he's a cowboy. So if any of you girls out there have a fantasy of having sex with a cowboy, contact Hub. And from different things that he's told me, you guys would love him. All you women will love him. Yeah, he's supposed to be hung and great in bed. <laughs> so, you know, ladies, call Hub. Hub Reynolds, you guys. He's Hub Reynolds or Hub Reynolds Jr. on social media. You can find him everywhere. And he's the sweetest guy in the world. He's one of our longtime good friends. We love Hub. He's a nice fella. And he's not homophobic. 
He's a good guy. And he, he's just a nice person. If you want to meet a really nice guy, ladies, contact Hub. Maybe one of you will connect. You never know. Also, we want to. If you're a multimillionaire, even better, lady. If you've got a lot of money, you know, you can marry Hub. It's nice. Men like to marry women with money, just like women like to marry men with money. They're all listening. Anyway, real quick, we want to also give a shout out. Bring on that bitch. So so on, to uh, no, she's our second she? guest. She's our oh, second our sec- guest. I got to wait an hour before I get. Yes. I grab her. Wait, wait till I get her. I called her up. And I said, what are you wearing? How did you call her? Jimmy, you know, you always blow a joke. Oh. Why do you do that? <laughs> you are so naive and stupid. Do you think I would call Kimmy Bear and talk that way? Now the joke is gone. <laughs> I can't do the joke. Okay, you can do it. No, but things. I was going to do the joke. I called Kimmy Bear and I said, what are you wearing? I'm naked. And I'm laying here looking at a pole. Do you like to swing from a pole? And she hung up. See, that was the joke, Jimmy, but he ruined it. So you know what? You can't do it. I'm, I'm hanging. I'm going. They say your hair, hair is on point. Hang on. We just got one because we got to bring what? our guest on. We have to bring our guest on. So real quick, we want to wish uh, you guys Don Hinton's birthday is on the Happy 8th, birthday, 18th, Don Hinton. On the 18th, whoa, whoa. which is Friday. So we want to wish her since we'll miss it. Uh, we want to wish Don Hinton and everybody wish Don Hinton a very happy birthday. And I uh, hope that it's a great birthday for you and you have a the wonderful best soda day. in the world, Fanta Orange. I'm addicted. There you go. All right. We're going to bring on our first guest. Let's see how we do. Hello, hello. Hey, Patrick, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Jimmy? Ron? Oh, hey, we are first fantastic. guest, how you doing? All right, so. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Ireland here listening to you. So hey. one part of the world is listening to you anyway. We're, we're, we're a little nuts, but that's what everybody loves. <laughs> really? That's why we're number one, because people in this country love crazy people. That's, why we, that's why we voted for our president and a lot of other people we know, because we're crazy. <laughs> All right, so we're going to introduce you, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented actor and singer Patrick Bergen from Ireland. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, glad to be there. We're from ha- happy Ireland. to have you. Yes, Ireland. Yes, we watched an adorable movie last night with Tyrone Power, and it's called The Luck of the Irish. Oh, you got to turn your phone off when you're on TV, honey. <laughs> Helen, <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't do telephones on shows. <laughs> you don't know how to do it. Does it ever stop well. ringing? Yes, it'll stop. <laughs> That's funny. Live TV, everybody. Anyway, the, the movie is called The Luck of the Irish. It's about a leprechaun and Tyrone Power with Jane Meadows and Ann Baxter and uh, C- Cecil Holloway. He plays the uh, leprechaun. And it's the most adorable thing. And if you're Irish, you're going to love it because they sing all Irish songs and, and they do the Irish jig. It's a it's a truly lovely movie. It was done in, I think, 1947 or 48. Which is cool. Oh, our guest went away. Did I bore you? No. no, no I, was, I was going to get some shamrock and leprechaun stuff for you. Oh, okay. Good for you. But have, Yay! You, have you ever seen that movie, The Luck of the Irish? I don't. I don't think I've seen it. No. You, you should really see it. You will love it. It reminds me of Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Go on. Say that one again. A film called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. I don't even know that one. I don't know that one. But this is a big Tyrone Power movie. You know, know who Tyrone Uh, Power was. What a great actor he was. Yeah. And 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 Baxter, of course. That was some headline guess. She was an Academy Award winner, Ann Baxter, for I believe for the Betty Davis film, um, All About Eve. Anyway, how are you? I'm doing good. We're here we're just surviving COVID. And uh, we, we've, I approve of what you were saying there about 
uh, Russia and uh, the Ukraine. And Ireland is in, has invented 5,000, I think it's or 6,000 refugees in Ireland just recently. Oh, good for you. Good you for know, them. it is the saddest thing that in this, you know, we're not back in the dark ages. This is the space age. This is the age of technology. And we're still ignoramuses and we still kill people. Why do people want to kill people? And I think all those Russian soldiers, they should turn around and say, fuck you, I'm not killing anybody and go back to Russia. I, I mean, I would. Right. I would. I'd say I'm not driving a tank. How could those Russian soldiers with all good conscience kill children, blow exactly. up maternity hospitals, children's hospitals, and how could they sleep? So those Russian soldiers have to be just as evil as Putin. <laughs> anyway, enough of politics. I get in trouble. <laughs> well, apropos your politics, I mean, the... the uh... I'm sure we'll get around to it. There's a song of mine that's out at the moment, written by Leonard Cohen, which uh, by who? Uh, Leonard Cohen. Oh, I thought you said Leonard, Leonard Cohen. Cohen. And uh, it's uh, it's called Anthem, and the proceeds from that is going to the the funds in, uh, for. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang, hang on. Can we play it? We're Jimmy? gonna we're gonna play. Oh, it. we're gonna play it. Good. Then I'll, I'll, let's go. I'm glad we're gonna play it. Um, I don't. Cool. I was gonna play it a little bit later, but tell him oh, where the funds now, are going. Wait, we'll the, do yeah, it now. The proceeds go to who? A, a charity called Trokra, who who have uh, representatives in in the Ukraine, and that the money will go there. Wonderful, terrific. I like love it, and I think it's I, one thing. I think is super cool that you're using your celebrity for good. Um, I guess we can actually like uh, bring we can actually play this and come back and talk more about some other stuff. So you guys, the name of the song is Anthem, and it's written by Leonard Cohen with the Morning Star Singers with the. Uh, Patrick singing with the Morning Star Singers, and he originally performed the song for the Pope when he visited Ireland in 2018 wow. for 80,000 people. That's a biggie. And uh, um, so the name. So how about we do this then, Patrick? You actually like give like an, an introduction to the song, and then when you get done, Roxy, our engineer, will play it, and then we'll come back. It'll play, and and everybody will hear it. Then we'll come back and we can like talk. How's that? That's great. Okay. Well, I hope your listeners are going to enjoy this song called Anthem written by Leonard Cohen, and it's got a very uh, apropos light, uh, line in it where it says, there is a crack in everything, and that's how the light gets in. Let's that's right. That's, that's how the light gets It's an old saying, it. but a good one. All right, everybody, this is Anthem by Patrick Bergen. again I heard them say do not dwell on what has passed away or what is yet to be all the wars will be fought again she will be caught again Bought and sold and caught again The dove is never free Ring the bell, the bell, the 
Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack, a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Signs and signs were sent. The birth betrayed, the marriage spent, the widowhood of every government. Signs for all to see. I can run no more with that lawless crowd. While the killers in high places say their prayers out loud, they summoned, they summoned up a thundercloud. They're gonna hear from me. Uplifting, great message. 
you did an incredibly good job with it. You uh, actually spoke sang, which is interesting, and you did it well. Um, I liked it. I suggest everyone, please, even if you didn't like it, buy it. Uh, For charity. The, the, the money goes to, to help good people. I wish we had a charity to do something. You know, I don't get paid. I've been on this show for 14 years. I've never, no, I've never seen a nickel. My husband doesn't pay me. He thinks because he's married to me, I work like a slave for free. You know, in the kitchen, in the house, cleaning, cooking, doing this. I mean, I have a rotten life, but I'm, tra- I'm, oh, yeah, I'm trapped. Right. It's a rotten life, Patrick. I'm, I'm trapped. I'm trapped in this life. I can't get out because where am I going to go? You know, I have no money. I have no way to go. I have no car. I have yeah, nothing. Right. I don't have I have nothing. So I'll be out and in the, the nice, street. The nice thing about you is you don't complain. <laughs> no, that, that's that's a good thing about me. I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm very content. All the opposite, folks. All the opposite of what I said. Now let's hear about you. You. Oh, I want to go wait, back wait, just wait, one wait. more I want, time. I want to get personal. No, I want to go back one more time. One more time, everybody. The name of the song is Anthem. You can get it on all your digital download platforms. It's on Spotify. You can stream it. It's on uh, the video just got put up recently, and it's on YouTube uh, by Leonard Cohen with the Morning Star Singers, and it's for a great cause. So please. Uh, uh, download the single, and that way the money will go for Trocare to help the people in the Ukraine. All right, now you can go. Okay. Besides being a big shot actor who's in everything, are you are you married? No, no, I'm not married. But let me introduce you to Helen, who's here with me. That's the girlfriend. Uh, yes, uh, fiance. Oh, I got to. I got to talk. Oh, oh, look, I've, I've got. Hi, listen, everybody. I've got listen. a cold, an Irish cold. Listen, Hel- Helen. Helen, listen to me, honey. Get paperwork done quick. This way, well, this way, if he changes his mind, you can sue his ass off because, you know, (laughs) a lot of these men, a lot of these, no, a lot of these, a lot of these men, no, a lot of these men today, they get a nice girl like you. They bullshit her into, I love you, I adore you, I want you. And then they get tired and they dump you for some piece of ass with fake tits. And then you're out in the cold. So if I were you, I'd get paperwork done. He's a stir. He's a shit stir. I would get paperwork done or I would marry him this weekend. I would marry oh, him this we're, weekend. We're working on this, Ron. We're working no, on No, no, I want it to be. I, I don't want you to work on it. Well, Listen, I, I want a date. I want a date right now. Ask him for a date so I could tell the world. We need a date. What what day do you want to marry this lovely girl? <laughs> the, well, our anniversary is the 4th of February, which is... They get married? Okay. Well, oh, that's too far away, February. No, I, I would say about October in, in some exotic... You know, he's... he's October 15th is our wedding anniversary yeah. and my birthday. And, so get and, married wait, on my birthday. Your That'd guy, be good. Your, your, your guys know spring chicken, so he better move his ass fast. <laughs> you know, I, I'm 81. You know, I count every minute. I don't count days. I count minutes. But anyway, listen. You guys, Helen is wait, wonderful, wait, wait, by the Helen, way. Helen, Helen, if he really does not marry you soon, yeah. Call me. I have friends. I, in, I have friends in Brooklyn, Italian friends. Oh, I promise. I you know, promise. When, after they get through with him, nobody's going to want him. <laughs> I just finished working on a on a thing where I play one of those mob guys in Brooklyn. Right? There you go. Well, they, they, yeah. You know, I, all I got to do John is say, Wick, all, all I got to say Wick. is he screwed Helen over, and you're going to get it. <laughs> are you playing? Are you playing a Brooklyn guy in John Wick? She has her own friends in Brooklyn. <laughs> Friends there too. Who's the guy? Where, Helen, where are you from, Helen? Oh, I'm from Ireland. Oh, Ireland. Where in Ireland? County Cork, County Cork. Actually, we're making a movie on my my ancestors very soon. Oh, oh very, very good. Soon. We'll watch it. You guys are in Dublin, well, though, right? Very, very interesting. It's uh, Lady Mount Cashel, and she used to hang out with uh, Shelley, 
and Byron, Lord oh, Byron. Cool. Can you make yeah, a good a, Irish stew, Helen? Whenever in Ireland to get a divorce. Under English law. Under English wait, law. Helen, can, oh, you, cool. can you make a good Irish stew? Oh, a, a great, great Irish stew. See, marry her because now, how it cook? we had it last night. Because no one cooks anymore, so marry her. Oh, no, we cook. <laughs> I cook all the time. Yeah, I do also because Jimmy doesn't know his ass from his elbow. He once thought the kitchen was a toilet. I caught him peeing in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. It's a joke. Is that a tribute to your, the smell of your cooking? No. I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm Italian. Actually, he's Italian. I'm he Italian. cooks great. I'm Italian, so I cook Italian kitchen. I don't. Oh, I love Italian. I, I, don't, I don't know American food. You know, roast beef to me is boring. Oh, yeah. I don't care for America. Our favorite, like our favorite restaurant in Dublin is the Trocadero, which is Italian. Yeah. Oh, I, there you I go. like Putanesca. I like Putanesca, Ron. Putanesca is excellent. I love Puta I make Putanesca all the time. I, I make it also, but, you know, I have a nephew who was very young. And he said to me, Uncle Ronnie, what does Putanesca mean? And his mother and father are sitting at the table. I said, well, the who is years ago when they had 15 minutes to uh, eat. They designed, so their mother and father looked at me, they thought I was demented and telling this child something that wasn't true. But it is true. The putanesca is putana esca. The, the prostitutes of Italy had 15 minutes to eat and they designed this pasta, which is a very quick, incredible olive uh, tomato pasta. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And it's delicious, but that's where Putanesca came from. I know. It's like oh, you knew the history. Good. See that? Good well, Buonasera. Buonasera. Buonasera is good night. Yeah. <laughs> Buonasera. <laughs> and and, and go bra for you. Erin Gobralis. Oh, well done. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Because right. you're going to hit it before we do. Right. I you got, only got I five hours left to go. I, I played St. Patrick once in a movie. And I think oh. they may be showing it various places. Uh, Tomorrow, actually, you, you, were talk, you were talking about something spiritual there, Ron. Yes, the song me, is very. I found it to be very spiritual. Let me introduce you to something that you may not have heard of before. <clears throat> it was when Saint Patrick came to Ireland. He converted the the pagan king to Christianity, but the thing he was trying to teach him was the third the, the third part of the Trinity about the spirit. And when he, in order to convert him, he, he, he did a kind of a yoga exercise with the, with the, with the king. And if you, if you do it and follow it, uh, you'll understand what I'm saying. So he used to say, this is Patrick's, and it's called, it's called St. Patrick's Breastplate. And it's something that you put on every morning. And it goes, spirit before you, spirit behind you. Spirit within you. Spirit on your right. Spirit on your left. Spirit above you. Spirit below you. Spirit where you kneel. Spirit where you sit. And spirit where you lie. And spirit where you arise. And you arise today through the mighty spirit, the invocation of the Trinity, through belief in the threeness and confession of the oneness of creation, all in a little shamrock. <laughs> that, is, that is so nice. That is very relaxing and, and very nice. Where did you, you. you get that from? 
Well, when I played St. Patrick's, it's funny, really. Uh, when I played St. Patrick, um, there was a scene in it where I blessed some children as Patrick. And that's the bless. And, and there, was, there was no dialogue written in it. And I went to the director and I says, um, John, I says, uh, do you think I could perhaps uh, say one of, piece of St. Patrick's prayer while I'm blessing the children? He said, uh, he was an American director, and he said, uh, oh, how does it go, Patrick? And in this original, it goes, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ. He said, stop right there, Patrick. That's too many Christs. We'll never get it on American television. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's tell everybody the movie, you guys. The movie's called St. Patrick, the Irish Legend. Stars Patrick Bergen, Malcolm McDowell, and Susanna York. And uh, and it'll be available now. Mother. Everybody should check it out. She, she plays your mother. Is yeah. Malcolm McDowell Irish? Is he Irish, Malcolm McDowell, or English? No, he's English. Yeah, he's, he's English. English. All right. I wasn't sure. He's one of my favorite actors. I love Malcolm. He was on our show before Ron was on the show. He was yeah. on our show. I, I like I like his work. I like his work. So so I want to talk a little bit about a couple of things. And the first thing I want to talk about, because this is why I, I it's probably what you're well, I don't know if it's what you're most well known for, but I'm because Julia Roberts is like my favorite actress. Sleeping with the enemy uh, is one of my like favorite of her movie. It's my second favorite movie of all her movies. My first one is Pretty Woman. My second one is Sleeping with the Enemy. And you are the like terrible badass guy who's the husband, and you're magnificent in it. And then I was reading more about your biography because you were on EastEnders, which we don't have that here. But I know in England, oh, I've seen I know I know that that's a huge deal in, yeah, in, the, no, no. in Europe. And they say that you're the villain, Aiden McGuire, and that, too. So my first yes, question yes, is, how do you well, like he is? And he's great. I've watched EastEnders here. I don't know how you watched it. It's, a, it's on a special network. It's called the British Channel. Oh. If you get the British Channel. Anyway, hold on. Let me go back isn't to my that, question. Isn't that EastEnders with what's her name? Not Plow, right? The other one who I love. Dench. Is Dench in that? No. No. J Judy Dench? It's a soap opera. She's, yeah, she's good in everything she's in, but she's not in EastEnders. But I know the East End. Why do I know it? I don't know because we've talked because we've had several people that are on it. No, on I've show. seen it. You anyway, because I remember I couldn't understand half of them. They speak such cockney. We'll ruin it, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I didn't understand whatever you just said. <laughs> yeah, no, they spoke Cockney, and I don't understand. <laughs> um, so wait, I want to go back though. So, so my first question is like, because in a way, in a lot of movies, you're a little bit typecast. Once in a while, you really play like evil well. Like so, so how was that doing sleeping with the enemy? How was it working with Julia Roberts? Those are my two first questions. Well, uh, my my first answer would be that I've always considered that sort of B-movies and horror movies were very good. But I always believe that the better the villain, the better the movie. Absolutely. So I, I put a lot of energy into being the villain because I'm such a nice guy in real life, of course. <laughs> yes. Was, uh, in, 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 in Being the villain in, in, in Sleeping with the Enemy was a, a real treat because I, I got to work with some wonderful director, Joe Rubin, and, and Julia Roberts, the most beautiful woman in the world at, and famous woman at the time. and. Um, she was nice well, I, I was, to you. She was nice it's, to you. It's very, it's very important to be hated in a movie. And, was, uh, <laughs> was, was Julia nice to you on the set? Oh, absolutely. She was wonderful. Because uh, not, not too many people her. like it. They all say she's not nice. She was very, very nice. We, we, but so, we had an interesting way of rehearsing. We would go into a room and we would sit, sit for 15, 20, half an hour and say, let us not talk to each other. And a lot of tension built up. Oh, yeah, wow. In order to be hated, it's very funny. The director, Joe Rubin, came to me one day and uh, towards the end of the shooting, 
and uh, then they, they, they finish the shooting and then they do a test run to see how people react. And they, they said, uh, Patrick, he said, we have enough budget money in the budget that if you are not hated enough in this movie, we have enough money in the budget to bring you back and have you smothered the mother. Oh shit! Right. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I always mother the mother. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but I always played the bad guy. I'm always the mafia killer, whatever I am. I'm always the tough guy. Uh, I once tried to play uh, night. No, I played nice once, and it came off rough. So I guess you know either you are or you aren't. So you're not naturally good bad guy, right? Yeah, I, I, I normally play sort of... The, the, it's, the e bad. it's easy to do. It's easy for you to do that. Well, I've played Casanova. I've played Frankenstein. Oh, I've wow. I've played Dracula. I've wow. played... Yeah. i played Are a you... Russian president. Oh, that's really evil. But anyway... Yeah. In fact, it was leading up to <laughs> this character because it was, it was icon it was in the 90s. And, uh, no, you're, you're a very well-known actor you're terrific i'd love to work with you one day that's fun. finding you yeah. we, we could play brothers i could be the older brother there's robin hood he was sort of a bad yeah. guy he's a thief there, there you are <laughs> oh i love you're robin hood German, yeah so mm -hmm. let me do a little bragging so some of the people you guys that patrick has had the opportunity to work with and there's so many of them but like i just wrote down some of them um because i picked out all the people that everybody like knows so patrick's work besides malcolm mcdowell and suzanne uh suzanna york um and julia roberts which i would have probably brought up again uh, uh virginia madsen gabrielle anwar michael york patrick swayze jeff fahey Joy Uma Thurman, Christy Swanson. I bring her up just because she's been on our show. Harrison Ford, Ann Archer, Sean Bean, Thora Birch, Samuel Jackson, James Earl Jones, Jennifer Tilly, Kelly Preston, uh, Ashley Judd, Ewan McGregor, Jason Priestley. I just bring that up because I love Beverly Hills 90210. Huh? Glenn Close. Close. I haven't gotten it all. Hang on. Uh, Adrian Paul's been on our show. Craig Sheffer, Tia Carrera, Cameron Diaz, Camilla Bell. Uh, Blythe Danner, Jordana Brewster. Jennifer Rubin's been on our show. Anne Hathaway, Hugh Dancy. Yancey Butler, Tara Reed just did a movie with Tara Reed. Um, so you've worked with everybody. Who's somebody that you haven't worked with that you would like to work with? That's a very, very good question. Helen, help me out. <laughs> well, you've worked a girl, a girl and a guy, well, a girl worked, and a guy. You've worked practically with everybody, so that doesn't leave much left, does it? My, my, my favorite, my favorite guy to work with was Jack Palance. Oh wow, Jack Palance, yes. Yeah, Jack Palance, yeah. I I remember Jack Palance. I met him one time, uh, right before he passed away. What a strange looking man! I thought he was a skeleton. He looked yeah. like a skeleton with skin. He was spooky looking in person, but very charming and very nice. I was. A I did a movie. I did a movie for. I, I did the very last Twilight Zone, written by Rod Serling, with him. With him, and he he played a guy in the bed. And the reason he was in the bed was because he discovered the secret of eternal youth. Right. And and the people in the village had cut his legs off so he wouldn't leave town. And, I remember uh, that one. I remember it was, that. It was quite amazing. He just come off City Slickers when he was doing it, and he yeah he had he had his script either side of the camera, and he did a his his his, his Jack Palance look. I, then I think the following I think... year, following year, I was working in in the Isle of Man. I was do, doing the Treasure Island. And he I, was playing Long John Silver. Oh, wow. I read him when he was with Shelley. I said, hello, Jack. He says, who the f are you? I said, don't you remember me? I, play, I, I worked with you when you had no legs, and now you've only got one leg. <laughs> <laughs>
That's like fun. So wait, who did you? Uh, what were you going to say about Jack? No, I I knew him when he, I knew him. I met him when he was with Shelley Winters because I was friends with Shelley for always. Oh, so did you Ron, ever know Shelley Winters? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I never worked with her. She was quite an actress. Ron, Ron used to I have a TV working show. with Jimmy Starr. There you go. You're going to work with Jimmy Starr. I've got you on my list of actors. And Ron used to have a show before I met him, and it was called Set the Record Straight, where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. He was best friends with Jane Russell, and he interviewed like Tab Hunter and everybody. um, Everybody that was, I call the old bags of Hollywood. They're all gone now. But I'm 81. I'm still in there. But the only one that's left is Anne Blythe. She's 94 or 96. And uh, who else? All my contemporaries are up to almost 100, some of them. And it's amazing how the lives that they live, smoking and drinking, that they've reached 100. Who's the lady that uh, that's going to play the grandmother in the film? Oh, uh, Ruta Lee. Uh, do you know who Ruta Lee is? Like, we just had her I on don't. our show not too long ago. Yeah, Ruta was a big TV actress. Yeah, but I know everybody from Hollywood. You know, my mother was Jenny Gabriel, silent movie actress, so I was raised in Hollywood. My father was a set designer. And of course, I know I met Gloria Swanson. I was nine years old. What wow. nine year old kid meets Gloria Swanson? Only in, Ho- only in Hollywood. Mick, Jagger. uh, Mick Jagger's a good one. Muhammad Ali, I met him too, actually. When Never I was met in... them. I'm, I've met the I'll tell old, you a funny uh... story about Mick Jagger, shall I? Okay. I was, uh, it, was uh, it was the day before the, um, the Oscars. They have the Independent Spirit Awards. Yes. They used to hold them down in Santa Monica. And there was a big party in the hills that night, and I was I was invited along, and everybody was there. Uh, Johnny Depp was there, uh, all sorts of people, and uh, Jack Nicholson was there. He said I should have been an, uh, nominated for an Oscar for Mountains of the Moon, but that's another story. Anyway, I, I, out at the pool was a, an actress called Kirsty Swanson. Yes, and uh, she uh, she was the first Buffy the Vampire Killer. She's been she's been on our show. Yeah. Oh, wow. She's great. Say hi to her. Have you ever talked to her again? Yes. Anyway, I, I went straight out to her and I, I was uh, chatting with her at the pool. But out of the corner of my eye, I saw Mick Jagger come out and he made a beeline straight to me. And he said, who are you and what do you do? <laughs> That's my line. And I said, uh, uh, I hesitated. My name is Patrick Bergen. I'm an actor. And he turned around and walked away. <laughs> he was barely, he was barely gone two four yards when I said, Mick, I think I but I might owe you some money. He stopped on the dime. <laughs> Came up to me and he said, How do you make that out? <laughs> before I was an actor, I used to busk on the streets all over the world. I was busking outside the Pompidou Center. And I made a lot of money out of honky tonk woman. Do people like us owe you money? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious he says i'm gonna look into that <laughs> that's hilarious i bet he did too <laughs> i bet he did too yeah He's so, so go back now tell us who's somebody that you haven't worked with that you think you would like to work with a male and a female have helen help you good question give me give me another minute okay while you're thinking about that then the other question i like to ask famous actors is if you could have ever been in any movie ever made what movie would you have liked to have been in I think I, I think I'd like to have done a Bond. Oh, there you go. Okay. James now, would you have been? Would you want to be James Bond, or did you want to be one of the bad guys? No, I think I think I would have been most of the James Bond, slightly wicked James Bond, which I'm hoping to do in in a film called uh, Cold Sun that should be shot this year. Oh, good for you. Yeah. 
That would be you'll, you'll be called Nutcracker, where I play a, a character who creates nutcrackers to go around killing people. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, I like that. Do you what? like horror movies? Oh, I love them. Oh, good. That's my what, favorite your... movies are horror movies. What's your yeah, favorite? My, favorite, horror my movie? favorite movie of all time was a film called The Fiend That Walks the West. I don't even know what that is. I don't know that one. The Fiend That Walks. Robert Evans was in it. Is that and, a is that a horror movie? And Hugh O'Brien. It was it was almost virtually a horror movie because of the way the performance, the performance of of, of, of Robert Evans in that movie inspired me even for speaking with the enemy. Oh, there you go. Well, okay. you know, I'm in six movies. I do horror movies. I'm in six coming up. Maybe you'd like to be in one or two of them. I really would. I, I, Let, I, let's I, talk I, about it afterwards. Jimmy is. I will. Uh, uh... Jimmy's producing some of them, but I'm I'm with other people who are producing. But I think they could use you absolutely because. I don't want to be the only gray-haired person they hire. <laughs> you know, I played father, grandfather, soon-to-be great-grandfather. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Okay, so hold on. Okay, so so go back. Actor and actress. Okay. Helen, who's the actress we were hoping to get? Oh, Colin Farrell, you imagine. Oh, no. Colin Farrell would be a good one. Yeah, I could do a film with Colin Farrell. He's a good mate. You could actually probably like play his father. Yeah, and he's Irish. Right, yeah. He has an he's Irish. Hang out in, 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 in a couple of the bars in Dublin, all right. Lily's oh, that's cool. Him. Yeah, I love it. Okay, and 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 give us an actress. Maureen O'Hara. Oh, I met Maureen O'Hara. I'd love to have worked with Maureen O'Hara. Well, she's passed away. My mother was her double. My mother looked just like Maureen O'Hara. It was amazing. Uh, she, she was very fond. She, she, she was very close to me. She was I very heard from a lot of people that knew her that she was delicious and delightful. She was just an enchantress. She was very sweet. I, I mean, the compliments that I heard about Maureen O'Hara were really supreme. Lovely lady. The other Irish actress I'd like to work with is, is Saoirse Ronan. Oh, yeah. I don't ever know how to pronounce her name, so I'm glad you, but she's like, Saoirse, she's so. Saoirse Ronan. She's, she's a huge talent. And uh, we, I've got a project I'm going to try and approach her with some, sometime soon. I think that that would be like, so how do you pronounce your name? Saoirse. Okay. Now, do you find working exhausting? No, I, I find it invigorating, actually. I like, I like. How many hours a day do you put in from, was, door to, um, from door to door? Well, I mean, when I was working on EastEnders, it, it was a nine to fiver. Right. Nine to five job. But, uh, with uh, with the movies, the last couple of movies I was on, a day would be, you know, well, when you rise about 6.30 in the morning until you get home about 8 o'clock at night. It was, it was hectic going. That was in Budapest. They're I was exhausting. A prequel to the John Wick series. That's a big deal, by the way, that you're in the John, prequel to the John Wick movie. Are you in it a pretty lot? No, no, just, just a cameo, playing a mob sort of guy, character. Rich, multimillionaire. That's like one of the biggest series out now, though. So that's yeah. like a really big one. So you guys used did you have you used to live here or you have lived in the States before? I used, right? live, I, I used to live just behind the Four Seasons there in Beverly Hills on the border of Beverly Hills and, and, and Hollywood. Right. And Los Angeles. And what made you come on back Weather, to Weather, Ireland? Weatherly, Weatherly Drive. I used to drink in Dan Tanis. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Dan is I remember that. That was big was, in, that was in the 60s. Local, yeah. In the 60s. Yeah, was, I think it's still even going. It's still there, but it used to be huge. Dan Tanner's was the place in the 19th. Late I met 19th. Clint Eastwood there. Oh, cool. 
Yeah. Actually, I have. Okay, so and I the have whiskey a go go right up the road. That's right. Yeah. So I have. Uh, I have. I, I have all the people in the chat room, and they want to hear you say something. Can can if I tell it to you, you can you say it? What is it? Oh, I know. I, I know what it. I can't live without you, and I won't let you live without me. <laughs> Well, funny enough, that was uh, that that was my line, and I, I wrote that line for the oh, movie. Oh, okay. The the, the 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 end scene of the movie had so much dialogue in it, and I just I told Joe, Joe, I said, look, I just can't keep up the intensity for that length of time. So he said, well, what would you say? And I said, said, well, I'd say, um, I can't live without you, and I won't let you live without me. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> there you go, girls. One of the girls in the chat room literally wrote, "My head's gonna explode." You have to get me get him to say this. <laughs> but, but, but honey, he's taken. He's got it, Helen. So get over it. That's okay. Okay, so so if let's say you were gonna when you were like uh, doing movies in the past, if you could have had a love interest, did you have a specific person that you think would be great to have like a love interest? Obviously, it's just in a movie, so it has nothing to do with any current relationship. But just who would you think would have been fun to, if you were going to, like, you know, have a love interest? Who would you you'd like to have been a love Raquel interest? Welch. Oh, that's fun. Oh, God. <laughs> I invited her on the show. She was she like, I'd is, never come on that she, show. <laughs> she said, I will never, never do your show. <laughs> Raquel Welch, I have encountered, without names, of course, introducing names, but I've seen her in action. I think it was the Bistro Gardens once. What she did to a waiter was just sinful. She is not a nice girl. She's very rude. Very she's gorgeous uppity. though. So for a love, no, she's not so good. gorgeous anymore. Now she looks like Mae West. <laughs> Wait, I'd, like no. with, I'd like to work with Mae West. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, right. Mae West was wonderful. My my friend uh, Blackwell, Mr. Blackwell, was best friends with her, and he would tell me stories all the time about Mae West, how incredible she was. If she was going out in a white gown, she had a white limo. If she wore a black gown, she had a black limo. This woman just did Hollywood to the nth. I mean, there was nothing about Hollywood that she didn't master. She was the star of stars, Mae West. For those of you out there who don't know who she is, look her up. You'll enjoy Audrey, Audrey Hepburn was very beautiful. Oh, Audrey Hepburn. Now you're talking style and class. You know, Mr. Blackwell knew her also. And I said, what was Audrey like? He said the same as on the screen in person. He also knew Grace Kelly, who I was crazy about as a kid. And he said, Grace Kelly was wild. She was far from the lady you thought she was. Yeah, she was very, very wild and fun. Not a sedate lady to become a princess of Monaco. But yeah, those Mr. Black, you know, Mr. Blackwell was the worst headdress list. No. Oh, Mr. Blackwell, Richard was very famous in our town. He critiqued all the Hollywood Oscars and what the woman women wore. He was a, a gown designer, very famous one. And uh, he knew everybody. Everybody in Hollywood was terrified of him. If they knew he was going to be at a party, all the women changed 10 times before they went because they were worried what Mr. Blackwell would say about what they were wearing. He come to my house in Palm Springs. He called me up. Is anybody going to be there? I said, no, just us. He wore sneakers, dungarees, and a T-shirt with a beard and sunglasses. <laughs> no one ever saw Mr. Blackwell that way. In public, he was a dapper Dan, you know, always dressed to the hilt. But anyway, he's gone. Another one I love very much, a good friend. So, so you're working a lot <sighs> now. I know you just did a movie, Cold Sun, with Tara Reid. You have a bunch of movies that... Uh... 
Uh, one of the movies that I've never seen, but I'm going to see, is Shark Week, because I like those shark horror movies. I do also. Oh, yeah. I like them and, also. And Yancey Butler's been on our show, so I want to... Uh, uh, I'm gonna like look that one actually up because I, I went through your whole like resume. How how was working on Patriot Games? Because that's another huge hit that you that had. That was great. It was great fun. But let me let me. Shark Week was very interesting as well. We were we shot that out in the Philippines out that way, and uh, it, it was the time I realized I, I'd have to stop being as evil as I can possibly be because <laughs> uh, I used to I, I, where I lived in England. I there was a, a second hand shop junk shop next door. And by coincidence, uh, the, the day before I was going out to fly out to do the movie, I found a shark's tooth in the second hand shop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was there was a scene in the in the film with the with the actress, and which I was supposed to be quite angry, and I was quite angry. And then at the end of it, I improvised, and I said, "If you don't do X, Y, and Z, he said, I'm going to put this stick this thing through your head." And you did. And it was unscripted. She freaked. <laughs> sure she did. Sure but she did. The director kept the shot. <laughs> are you are you the bad guy in Shark Week too? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm definitely gonna like find that yeah, one. Yeah, you know, Jimmy, once you do a great job as a character, studios not studios anymore, but uh, producers tend to uh, see you only that way. It's very hard to break out of something that you've become so great at, and obviously, you really terrorize people. And you, you're good for a film because that's what the films are all about. You know, we love to hate you, that kind of film. That's that's it, yeah. We love to hate was, you. Harrison, Harrison Ford was great to, to work with as well. Such yeah. a gem. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I don't think it. I'd like to see you portray a kind a father or something sweet. I don't think I well, would. There's a film out at the moment which is uh, called Finding You. And uh, it's it's a wonderful little film. I, 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 I advise you to see it. It's, it's very charming. And it shows a side of me that you won't see in any other films. And I play an old street singer, uh, uh, fiddle player. Oh, that's fun. Uh, with a, a young girl com coming from America to Ireland. It's charming. It was on, it did get some release. There you go. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, I, I love those little feel good movies. I'd advise you to see this one. It really is very special. Yeah, well, and I, 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 they, they, they use some of my music in it as well. I, I've written music for a couple of movies that I've been in. So Very good. music is a big part of my life as well. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, Finding You, very good title also. It's a feel-good movie, right? Also, it really is a very, very charming feel-good movie. We Look, should tell everybody to. We need more of those today. We have too many dark, gray, unhappy, sad people movies. There you go. With COVID and the war, we need feel-good, happy movies. Well, this is one, Finding You. You know, during the Second World War, there were more comedy movies made than ever in the history of Hollywood, simply <laughs> because people were so unhappy about losing a, a son or a daughter or somebody in the war that when they went to the movies, they wanted to feel good and laugh for a change. And I think that might start to happen now in Hollywood with all that's going on in our world. I think Hollywood now is going to start to do more feel-good movies like Looking for You. It was Looking Finding for you. you. Finding, Finding you. you. Right. I think that's a... I'm going to watch Thank it. I, I love feel-good movies. I'm watching it. 
Next time, next time we talk, you, you can give me. Yeah, a, no, I'm, I'm not. Bull, I'm not bullshitting you. I'll watch it because I don't like Jimmy. Loves to put on all those dark murder killing. I said, Jimmy, I don't want to watch that. I want a feel good movie. We watched one the other night. It was wonderful. Like I said, Vanessa, you, Vanessa Redgrave's in it, for example. She's she's a nice. She was working there twice. Vanessa Redgrave. Oh, I, I I I worship and adore Vanessa Redgrave. You worked yeah, with her. Did. I've worked with her twice in Finding oh, You. Wait, 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 wait. She's in Finding You. She's in stop. Finding You. Oh, I, I'm definitely going to watch it now. Stop. <laughs> Don't go any further. Okay. Tell tell me she is absolutely the most charming, wonderful, delicious woman in the world. She is. I love her beyond belief. I have never missed a Redgrave performance. She is to me that voice, the the way she moves her. Her gestures, her acting ability, she's just, she makes the screen come alive. God, how I love her. I loved her the most when she played, was it called Judith, the movie about the Russian? Oh, it's a harmonica. You learn how to play that's a harmonica, right? <laughs> you love Vanessa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how do you even like how do you learn how to play a harmonica? Like I don't even know how I used to play a harmonica when I was a kid. It was a wax harmonica. You bought it in the candy store. Oh yeah. Right. No, seriously, it made it made music. I used to play Yankee Doodle Dandy. How many instruments do you play? I play the harmonica and I play a bit of guitar and uh, I can mandolin and uh very bad on the fiddle very bad on the fiddle and you have a bunch of albums out because you showed me one yesterday when we did a test you have a new album yeah where, where is that oh here we go up go back go back some go back hold it more close you there you go. go a little more a little go back a little more there you go nuts that's good and so where do there people where do people go where do people go to get that if they go to spotify they can get any of the songs that are on that as well Okay, perfect. What's your weather like in Ireland now? Say again. What is your weather like in Ireland? It's just it's very it's been very changeable, very wet. But they they're predicting a very bright sunny day tomorrow for St Patrick's Day, which is great because it'd be a big parade. Everybody would be out celebrating St Patrick and the, the, being Irish, and they all be waving these type of flags. <laughs> yes. Now, perfect. didn't St Patrick get all the snakes out of Ireland? That's right. Yeah, I remember that story when I was a kid in history. We got it in history lesson. Yeah, St. Patrick's played a fiddle or something, and the snakes followed him out of Ireland. Is that how he did it? I think that was an ad for Guinness. It was a what? <laughs> that was an ad for Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I love Guinness. Don't, oh, my God. When I was in England, that's all I did. I went to every pub. I, my friend James... Uh, I was a guest at his beautiful home. That, what a home he had. And uh, I said, I want to go to the oldest pub in this town. And I was in the town of Lancashire. Uh, Lancashire, I believe it was. Yeah. And he took me to one that was from the Three Musketeers era. And wow. my, ha my hair was scraping on the ceiling. That's how small the people were. And the bartender said, I've got uh, beer here. Uh, you Yankee never I'd have ever had. And he gave me this beer. Oh my God, it was like syrup. It was so delicious. Well, after one glass, I didn't know where I was, who I was, or what <laughs> I was doing. 
It was. I, I would only go back to Lancashire just so I could have that beer again and see my friend. <laughs> I like love it. So I've never been to Ireland, but I'd like to. I've been to Scotland. Oh, you're very welcome. Ron, yeah, I've been to. I've been to. I have a friends in Glasgow, Scotland. I've seen, but Ireland, I've never been to. I went to the Waterford factory. You've been to Ireland, yeah, yeah the Waterford factory. Yeah, Ireland is a very beautiful country. A very, yeah, I've it's seen funny. film of it. Film of it. You know that that film with um, John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara. Remember that Quiet film? Man. Quiet Man filmed in Ireland. So you could get a pretty good visual on what it was like back then. I can imagine now it must be a metropolitan city. As I said, I met Maureen O'Hara. She said I was. I had a, a, some of the qualities of John Wayne, which was very flattering. That's yeah, a quite. That's a nice compliment. That's a nice compliment. John John Wayne was quite a, an American hero. Quite. Absolutely. So, so you guys listen, you can follow Patrick. He's on Instagram. It's Patrick Bergen official to spell it. It's P A T R I C K B E R G I N official. Um, follow him on Instagram. He posts a lot of stuff up on there. Are you on Twitter or any of the other social platforms or is it primarily Instagram? No, I'm, 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 I'm on them all. Not Twitter though. Okay. In Instagram and Facebook. Okay, so he's on Instagram and Facebook, you guys. The name of the song that he just released is Anthem, um, written by Leonard Cohen. Please download it, uh, stream it, whatever. And so the, money the proceeds goes to go, go to Trocare. And um, so, and your other album you just showed us, it's just called Patrick Bergen, right? That's it. Um, and, and you guys can stream that one. I'm sure it's on iTunes and stuff too, yeah. right? Absolutely. You'll get, you'll, get, you'll get it on the songs on Spotify to go to. There you go. So get all those different things, you guys. Um, Let's see. We got like two minutes. What do we what do we want to know? Oh, will you ever be coming back to the States for any great length of time? Uh, hopefully very soon. Good, because I've got, we... I've got a couple of projects that we're going to do to take us through the summer, but hopefully by the fall. Good, Perfect. because if you get into one of our movies, we can't afford to fly you in. <laughs> we need you to be here. <laughs> we, need you, we need you to be here. <laughs> oh, dear. No, you know, not all of them. No, budgets today with this war. The money is tightening up. The investors are so afraid of investing. You know, we had yeah. COVID before, which destroyed our business. Now we've got the war, which is you ever, really... You ever make films in Europe or Canada or anywhere like that? We have uh, Canada. I, I'm, I'm actually working on one that we right. were probably going to shoot in Canada. But no, I have not made a film in Europe. Right. I, I would love to make in Canada. I like working in Canada. So. Yeah, Canada's nice. And we are, we're working actually a lot of the films we're working on are going to get shot in uh, Tennessee or Atlanta. Right, because the tax the tax credits are really good there. Called Love Crimes. Yes, Sean Young, and and we shot it in Atlanta. Sean Young. We actually met Sean Young. Uh, we went to a movie screening of John for for John James, and Sean Young was in the movie, so she showed up. Oh, I was bullshitting. I was bullshitting with her for like an hour. She's very nice. We had a great time together. We couldn't stop talking. Yeah, Sean Young, very pretty still. You know, still a pretty girl. Yeah, she's fabulous. Very nice. Very sweet. So very, very interesting. So Helen, come back on for a second. She's still there. Uh, hey, Helen, I hope that your cold gets better and I hope you feel better and I hope you guys have a wonderful wedding. And when you come to the States, let us know. Definitely we want to thank you for coming on the show and being a great guest. Congratulations on a wonderful and, career. And Helen, yeah. we're, we're white. We're oh. white. <laughs> 
will. I, th I was thinking maybe red. No? And then send pictures to my Facebook and I'll post it and I'll say. Red underwear. <laughs> white whiteouts and red underwear. No, yeah, white dress and red. No, no, no. Crotchless panties and a white dress. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you guys, this thank you Ireland. so much. This is Ireland. Yeah, and, and Helen, thank you so much for facilitating all of this. Patrick, you guys have been wonderful. Congratulations on everything. Thank and thank you, you so much. We'll and Patrick, I hope to see you in the state. Oh, yes. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you guys. Happy same and Aaron go Aaron go bra and Aaron go bra. Bye you guys. Bye now. Yay! What, what nice a, guest. What a great great guest. What a, and he's a very very VIP actor. He's been in so many things over the years, and he changes. You know, even though he plays evil, he never plays the same looking evil. He plays always a different looking evil person. So we're gonna do a quick music break and then bring on our next guest. Uh, we're gonna play Danny Kane Ride for You. And uh, I love this song. It's a really old song, but I think you guys will like it. And Danny Kane's like one of my favorite girl brands. And uh, so let's see how that goes. So here's Danny Kane Ride for You. Enjoy.
Yay! That was Danity Kane. They're like were one of my favorite girl groups before they broke up, and they were from making in the band, making the band or whatever. It was freaking like awesome. Um, so we want to uh, bring on our next guest. Hey, say something. Something. Okay, perfect. We want to make sure oh, we can she's hear you. Snotty bitch. Also. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and beautiful Kimberly Boynton. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, Ron, come on. I love well, you. Be- yeah, just because you're beautiful, just don't think you can get away with murder here. <laughs> you know, don't start strutting your shit around here, honey bun. Look, I was, trying to, I was trying to tell you what I was wearing this morning. And then you got all hot and bothered. So I thought, oh, you know what? No, we'll I wanted to know. So I had to hang I, up. I, listen, you hung up on when I asked, are your nipples hard? Then you hung up. Well, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is all kidding around. I love my Kimmy Bear. She's a new friend. And you know how I met her? I walked into this uh, event we went to, and there's this beautiful woman there with the most beautiful eyelashes on. And she's blinking the eyelashes. And I thought, how 1940 five you know movie star looking and i couldn't resist it and i said to her you have the most beautiful eyes and those eyelashes are absolutely incredible and from that we based a friendship do you have them on now yeah she has them on now i mean she's got the most beautiful eyes you got to see them in person i don't know if you could see them on camera she's also a very beautiful girl and a very very beautiful person so whatever i do i tease and kid around but yeah. anyway, so Kimmy, you guys, Kimmy Bear's a buddy. So Kimmy, so I didn't introduce you. Know, you Ron and you guys are on our list to come to dinner one day. We're just trying to uh, work it out. Work it out. Now we're doing a whole remodeling job on our house, so we're going to be upside down, inside out for a while. So hold on, I need a- hold okay. on, hold on. Before we talk, before we talk, because we have to like introduce you. So you already know Ron, so I'm not of introducing course. you. But we also have a chat room full of people. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. James, Christina, Vig, Don, The Cleaner, Eric, Easy, Easy Way. Yeah, Eric's there and Christina Gomez, Francisco, Roman. There's a whole bunch of people. Um, Oh, yeah, Teresa's fabulous. I I want her to tell us the event we went to, what it was. You don't remember? Of course not. I go to so many events. You think I remember? It was hashtag. I think it was Halloween. No, it was hashtag Temecula. And. which we're going to talk about that, what that is, because I know but that's what that's how I and we went Kim. to see Clown Motel too. It was a movie, yeah. a red carpet movie premiere at hashtag Temecula, and it was a blast. And that's where we actually met. We, I think I, we, we watched. We I saw Clown too. Yeah, you're kidding. No, <laughs> oh, you were in a, Clown Motel too. I know, but I need to go to a nursing home. And we were friends already on Facebook, but we had never I, actually I met. watched Clown too. Yes. Why don't I remember? You sat next to Mark Hoadley and Dave Bailey. Oh, no, Mark Hoadley, not Dave Bailey, because you sat next to Mark Hoadley. And that, me. I rem- that I remember, but I don't remember seeing the film. Oh, boy, I'm gone with the wind. Anyway, so <laughs> first of all, it was fabulous. We love you. Your husband is fabulous. Everybody that you hang out with no, is fabulous. Kid, the kids are the best. The little boy came up to me. I forgot what he said, but I cracked up laughing. What did he say to me again? He was, you guys were standing in line and Raster says the same thing. And I guess he cut in front of you and you looked down at him and you asked him, did he need to go to the bathroom? And he looked up at you and he said, yes. And he said, okay, you're going to cut in front of me. And he said, yes. And you said, okay, go ahead. And then I think he was charging everybody a dollar to use the bathroom. Oh, yeah, right. He was charging he was. everybody a dollar to use the bathroom. He was. He, I, well, I mean, what an enterprising little kid. But he was adorable. He's the sweetest little boy in the world. Handsome. 
So go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, no, no Jimmy it was like super doing, fun. Well, first of all, people want to know who is this broad anyway? So where'd she come from? Um, actually, I have learned all kinds of things about you with you coming on the show that I didn't know anything about you. But I think the first thing we should tell everybody because you have a very unique business that I had never even contemplated before, and I, I, it's ha it's called hashtag, but I don't. It's not in Temecula, so it's called something else. No, it's in Temecula. So where. We actually met at, it was in Lake Elsinore. We were at the Lake Elsinore outlets and that was uh, in October. So we did Freak Show with a combination of the world premiere of Clown Motel 2. That was the red carpet event you guys were at that we met. Um, and since then we've moved over into Temecula inside the Promenade Mall. And that was the second red carpet one that we did with Joseph Kelly as our Grinch. Um, and that was in December. So we're in Temecula now. We're inside the Temecula Promenade Mall. Oh, and tell them what hashtag actually is, because like people will find this amazing because this is a really cool thing. So hashtag is we are the only selfie experience gallery that exists out here. We were the only one at the time I opened this in June. Uh, we were the only selfie experience gallery that existed outside L.A. Optical Museum. So what we do is we have over 40 backdrops that are still backdrops and we switch them out every so often. Um, but they're interactive themed rooms. So you can come in, get selfies done, do TikTok videos. So anything you need for your uh, social media content, that's what we have. And then now we have a green screen room where you could go in the green screen room and anybody familiar with green screen knows that you can put any video up, any uh, picture up. Like I did my Lakers one with Kobe Bryant. And then um, we have a 360 platform. So you stand on it and it goes around. It could take 360. So it's, it's a unique thing. We're the only one that exists out here in the Riverside um, Inland Empire area. And since June, there's a couple that have opened up um, in California, but we were originally the first ones to do this. And, you know, we're going strong now, going on almost a year now. It's, it's really cool, you guys. So, like, she has all these backgrounds that you go take your selfies on that makes you look like you're in these really cool places, and that's what everybody's putting on their Instagram. So all the people that you see pulling cool pictures on their Instagram, they're, like, at her place taking the pictures. <laughs> yep. how, how much does it cost? Is it expensive? Nope, it's $20 for adults 13 and up and then $10 for kids 12 and under and anybody three and under is free. When we do big events there, as you guys know, you've been to them. Uh, we have another big event coming up with a wrestling. It's a big wrestling event that we're getting ready to do. Uh, we have the Easter Bunny pictures with the Easter Bunny actually next Saturday morning breakfast with the bunny. So you can come in. Families could come in $10 a person. You get to have breakfast with the Easter Bunny and take a bunch of selfies with the Easter Bunny. It's a wonderful thing you're doing. This is, gives families and people a place to go to and something, and something to do. I mean, how boring is it living in in California after a while? You know, but, you, become, you become an orange from the heat. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so it's nice to go into a cool place that's air conditioned and and you could see yourself, you know, you could be a, an actor for a minute. Like that's yeah. a big deal. But, you know, if you want to be an actor, why? I'd never know. But if you want to be an actor, go to a green screen. You know, you yes. could be with uh, you could be making love to Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> You know, I never thought about doing that with Ben Affleck. Yeah. I, mean, about ben Affleck. I don't know why. I never thought, of, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. So I'm coming to hashtag today. So Vic, if you're out there watching, I'm coming in. I'm going to do something with Ben Affleck. Actually, he's Vic yeah, is there. But, hey, Vic. You know, you're kissing and fighting with him. And you'll know, take a scene from a movie where he's telling you how much he adores and loves you. And you say, oh, well, maybe. 
Also, you guys. So, so Kimberly has. First of all, talk about her. What she's well, done. Wait, wait. As when I first, when I first, an when I first met you, you were like I only knew you as Kimmy Bear. So all this Kimberly Boynton, I'm still not like no, used she's to still, it because I'm used to Kimmy Bear. She'll always uh, be my Kimmy Bear. So you guys. So I want to just give a shout out to Kimmy's husband, Brad. Uh, nice guy. Brad, nice he's guy. he's literally like got to be one of the most supportive husbands I've ever seen. He lets you take the spotlight um, and lets you do everything. And he he assists and helps you to achieve everything. He's got to be like one of the coolest next to Ron. He's the coolest husband on the planet. So I just want to oh, give a shout you. out. I just want to give a shout out to Brad and say hi and thanks for all your support. Compliments and I love, will get we you nowhere. And we love he says to see hi. Him. He's next to me in the in the shadow. <laughs> oh, OK, so he's just fabulous. He's watching. He, he can come say hi. So anyway, so I didn't know you did did all these things. I know you're getting ready to launch your own TV show called Kimming, Keeping Up with Kim. Yes. I also know that you're the director of operations and creative services for Easy Way Promotions. You have yes. Serenity Wellness Magazine that's coming, and you have a Serenity Wellness Center. And mm -hmm. and then I uh, I didn't know you know how to sing, so I went oh. on your Facebook, and you have all these schools that you have gone to. Um, but and wasn't she a soap opera star? No, yes. I don't know. Were you a soap opera star? Yes. yes. She, oh, I didn't know that. See how yeah. much you don't research. It wasn't on the. It's not on her IMDb. I went no, on her IMDb. She, I can't she, get it on there. I, for whatever reason, it won't take it. What, so I'm what's, trying to get it on what there. What soap? What soap were you on, Kimmy Bear? Young and the Restless. See, oh, uh, were you really? Were you on it when Michael Damien was on it? Yes. Uh, he's a good friend of ours. See, I know more yeah. than you. Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. And uh, oh, how long were you on it? I was only on for a year. I took the role um, of Nina Chancellor and the original oh. actress that was Nina Chancellor was out on leave. So I was actually just a fill in from 1999 to 2000. So my whole thing about getting on there was I really wanted to meet Shamar Moore since Shamar Moore was on there. So I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so excited. I'm gonna meet Shamar Moore and never met Shamar Moore. We never did a scene together. <laughs> oh, he's hot so, though. Uh, oh yeah, he's he is. Yeah, he's definitely hot. Um, okay, so wait, so I didn't know that. So do you have a lot of things that need to go on your IMDb? Yes, a lot. Yeah. Um, do you know how to you know how to do it? Because I'm really good at it. Like I, I might be able to like help because I'm like I'm, I'm learning how to do it. The thing about it is I have so much stuff that I'm trying to put on there that it just gets frustrating. I'm like, oh, okay, I have I have to do something else, so I just give up on it. But the thing with the young and the restless is it, it wants specific episodes, so I'm like, I don't know what episode that was. It was like eons ago. I can't even remember what episode. I just, did on my own stuff. You know what? <laughs> all you have to do, it'll give you a list of all the episodes for the years that you want and just click the ones that you were on. Right. Because I don't remember what episodes I was on, Charlie's Angels. What the hell do I know? But I Mc, did it. Yeah, but I clicked Macmillan and Wife. I don't know. I clicked the, the episodes. So based but on I don't even know what year happened. I was on. I don't remember anything. Meanwhile, Jimmy, I was in the movie Greed. Did you ever get Greed on my uh, IMDb? Oh, no, I don't think so. How come? I don't know. I was in that movie with, what's his name? <laughs> So hold on, wait a second. So she's a singer. So you went, you've actually studied a whole lot. Like you've got like yes. a lot of education. Yes. Um, so, and, and I, and, and I, you put an audition that you used for something uh, just on TV. The other, I mean, on Facebook the other day or on your reel. So yes. do you sing a lot. I know you host karaoke things. And I was always wondering why does she host coast karaoke? karaoke. karaoke. And now I get it though, because you know how to sing. You said teriyaki. No, I said karaoke. No, you said teriyaki. But you know how to sing. It's karaoke. Teriyaki. <laughs> teriyaki is a sauce, a Japanese sauce that goes on steak. Karaoke oh, wow. is a mic you sing into. So now, anyway, are we, are we working okay now? We yeah, we're, right? we're fine. So, but you can actually sing because you know to, to host karaoke, you have to be able to sing. You know, yeah. and so I, I want to come one day to your karaoke thing. I wish we had time to do more things for ourselves. We're always doing things for other people. It sucks. 
No, you know what I want to do? I want to go have a pajama party at your house because no, Ron, no, Ron, you always tell the most elaborate never and happened, stories never happened. of Hollywood way back in the day. Yeah, and I love old Hollywood. I love the La La Land of Hollywood and Kimmy way Bear. back in the day. So Kimmy, I want to do Kimmy, it. Kimmy Bear, Kimmy Bear. We have a 135 pound fila, uh, what is he? Mastiff. Mastiff who hates Ooh. people. So when we have guests, when you come to the house, we have to like say, lock them up. We lock them up. We could never lock them up overnight. Would be like he'd make us all miserable. So until he passes away, we can just away, do a dinner and you can tell stories. Yeah, I could tell stories at a dinner. But until he passes away, we don't, we can't have company overnight because I wanna, of him. I want to real quick too. I just want to because Courtney Gale, uh, my favorite photographer, has just joined us hey, in the Court. chat room. Hey Courtney, we just want to say hi to Courtney. Hi, hey Court. Courtney. Hi Courtney. There we go. And uh, so, okay, so let's talk about some of these things. Also, we're all working on Death House with Raister Michaels. Yep. Um, which is really fun. Am I in that, one. Am I in that uh, movie? Oh, well, the script on, on IMDb, I thought it said Death House. It's The script says Death Realm and the IMDb says Death House. Am I in that movie? Yes. What, I do what I play. I don't know yet. We don't know yet, but you're going to be in it. it. But I know what I play. <laughs> it's going to be amazing, though. I'm like really looking forward to it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's go one thing at a time. You're launching a TV show, Keeping Up With Kim, which is very hard to do because you're like gone every day doing something. I know. <laughs> so it's Keeping Up With Kim, and then I have a talk show, a reality talk show that's coming out, Keeping It Real With Kim. So one is a reality talk show, and the other one is a reality show. So that is keeping up with Kim and trying to keep up with everything that I'm doing everywhere that I'm going. And you and I are doing a lot of things together too. And we are going to a lot of the same events. So you know how that goes. Absolutely. So it'll be fun. And when, when, so one of them is a reality show, like a re actual reality show, like they're going to follow you around and like show you pooping and everything. No, well, I hope not. <laughs> not Nobody wants to be anywhere near that. <laughs> no, just that stupid jerk did that phony crap. He pooped in his bed and it made international news. I was so humiliated when I heard about it. I thought, how, hilarious. how disgusting. So one's going to gonna become be a, famous for crapping well, in your bed. He's already famous. So you're going to be, uh, you're going to be, so you, one of them, you're going to be doing a, a talk show and the other one is a show about your life. Correct. Okay, cool. And when are they launching? Uh, we're starting to work on them now. So I'm looking to start doing something with it in April. We're trying to get past a couple events that we have this week and uh coming up so after we get past that then we're going to start working on it but uh eric zuli and easy ways working on that right now and we're going to get everything up and going i like we're resting up, because why don't you turn your phone off like it's my phone's not ringing it is too. well i don't know who it is well, it's like <laughs> bells it's pretty bells <laughs> pretty bells for um, us we are not doing any events until the oscar party that we're going to and that's in, what two she's weeks? going to next thursday oh then we'll oh it's next thursday already yes i'm not rested yet oh wait we should tell everybody what it is while we have you on the phone let's do a quick oh, little wow. promo for it so you guys next thursday uh march 24th jeff gunn who's a good friend of ours is, is throwing uh another one of his uh parties it's the info list pre red carpet pre oscar soiree it's at sky bar at the mondrian hotel you can go to infolist.com to get information and to get tickets um, they always have phenomenal celebrity guests there. Uh, great networking. Um, anybody who's a fan of um, Suicide Squad, Mailing NG, I don't know how you pronounce her last name. She's always there. She'll be there. And she was just uh, in the last Suicide Squad movie. Um, but they always have like great, great people. We met Martin Cove and we met um, 
well, Corey Feldman for like the 50th time and Scott Page. And I don't know. There's always some really great no, people we met, there. What's his name? Uh, who we like? I can't remember. The guy lives in the Valley. What's his name? The actor. Scott Page. Oh, the actor? Yeah, the, for, who lives in San Fernando Valley. I mean, Sherman Oaks. Oh, my God. What's it called? Uh, oh, anyway. Oh, it doesn't you gonna matter. Have me on your show so we'll have I, a lot of people there. Kimmy Bear, are you going to have me on your talk show so I could sit there? Absolutely. Hands oh, down. This, That's not even a question. This way I could sit there and say, oh, you know who the one that I knew the years ago that I met with the other guy who was with the woman <laughs> that got married to the woman who's a cousin of the star that I'm talking about. No we also friends. want to give a shout out. Francisco Roman's in the chat room. Eric Zuli from Easy Way TV is in the chat room. Um, yes. Courtney's in the chat room. And... Uh, uh francisco the cleaner yes francisco i love francisco which we, we actually got to talk a whole bunch at that last event that we went to uh at su wong's he was there with raster so it was great okay so tell us what what is going on with first of all like so i didn't know you were actually like an actress i saw that you had one movie on your what you think she was a hooker I, no i thought she was like i thought she was like a businesswoman. she's got like 50 businesses so she's like an entrepreneur i knew she was on television and, uh, How she was on the gong show back in the 90s oh, right? gosh. what did you yes. do on the gong show i actually sang so the funny thing about that episode is that was the episode and they had all the wrestlers as uh, uh judges so there was mr t the barbarian brothers rowdy roddy piper uh, and a couple other ones. And so that specific episode made history because you, the goal was you had to make it, I, I believe it was 20 seconds without getting gong. So I was the only one that went on there and I was, I sang, I sang a, a Pebble song, Mercedes Boy. That was like oh, I love that. I used to be friends with her. Did you get yeah. gonged? Did you get gonged? So I made it to the last five seconds and they gonged me. So that was the only show in history that nobody won on the show. The only show on Gong Show history, nobody won on that show. They gonged everybody, which the producers were a little mad at because of the fact that nobody won. But it was the only show that made history. But I was the only one that made it for the last five seconds. So I'm a little proud go. of myself. Now, what, what, made, what made you want to even go on that show? I didn't beat the shit out of them if they gonged me. <laughs> I'm not going up against a bunch of wrestlers. Are you kidding? Actually, Roddy Roddy Piper was a friend of mine. He was a really good guy. He was a cool guy. And... uh the other no, but, ones I didn't know. but when the wrestlers weren't on, it was that group of people. I forgot their names, but I would have said you gonged me and who the fuck you think you are? <clears throat> you know, you're no big deal that you're <laughs> gonging me, you pieces of crap. And I would, of course, never worked again. Well, funny, the funny <laughs> thing is I used to I used to work with the wrestlers after that. I actually promoted all the luchadors from um, from uh, Ray Mysterio. So my company, we used to bring the kids from out here and take them to Ray Mysterio's uh, school out in Mexico. And then we would do their punchlines Their He would name them, give them their masks. So we were working with WWF, WCW, ECW, before Vince McMahon went and bought everybody up. We were working with the wrestlers and we actually helped, you know, make their characters for them. So I did a lot of stuff with them for a lot of years and then got out of it once Vince came in and bought everybody up. I, I, Not I a nice yeah, Do you miss acting? Uh, yes and no. I, I do a lot of musical theater, so I love musical theater. Acting, not so much. Musical theater and the stage, yes. That's why I do the directing. I have, as you guys know, I own my own performing arts academy, so I love directing the theaters, uh, the musical productions, and I like being on stage and doing musicals. That's 
hands down my biggest passion. So acting in, you know, other things, not so much, but yes, absolutely. Musical theater. What, so what is your, what are some of your favorite musicals? Hands down wicked. That was by far the best musical I've seen. Second, I would say Phantom of the Opera. I've seen Rent. I've seen a lot of them. Um, I'm planning on going to see Lion King in New York over the it. next few months. So, but oh my goodness, like Wicked, hands down. Oh, like I, What I, a I, shame you couldn't see. I wish they would have photographed film of Angela Lansbury in Mame, one of the greatest Broadway musicals ever. And of course, Mary Martin in Peter Pan and uh, Yul Brenner in uh, The King and I. King and I. Th these yeah. are classical musicals of the of the um, 50s and early 60s. Yeah. Oh, I agree. But, but, you know, for some stupid reason, you are not allowed to film a stage production. I don't know why that is, and that still stands. When my daughter was in a school, in, in high school, she played <clears throat> a mother in one of her musicals, and I went there with my camera, and the high school said, you're not permitted to photograph. I said, it's my daughter. They said, you're not permitted to photograph. I said, okay, go call the cops, and I continued, you know, photographing. <laughs> you rebel. Like, well, it's my kid. You can't photograph. I agree. <laughs> I don't I, get what this bullshit is that you cannot film. I understand it, though. For people who are paying hundreds of dollars for a ticket, you can't do it. But, but for back your, then, for your ticket, high school. No, back then, the ticket was $35. Uh, okay. It was not hundreds. Well, it was all relative. I think I love, I've seen Fan on the Opera, like, probably like four or five times. I've seen Rent twice. Jesus Christ Superstar with, uh, I saw Jesus Christ Superstar with uh, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. And, and Gypsy was another one that's a great, great musical. I like Pippin. <laughs> I don't like the new things of today because the scenery, there isn't any. They have black stages with a chair. You have to use your imagination only because of budget. Back in the 50s, you got a lot, you know, it wasn't a lot of money to do a Broadway musical. You could produce it for a decent amount of money. Today, like Carol Burnett said, if they had to do her show today, she couldn't because nobody would fund her that much money. So we've lost a lot of quality in the art of, of musicals because of the, oh, the expense, expense of scenery, costumes. So, so you have a performing arts school for kids then? For everybody, not for just everybody. kids, for everybody, all ages. And tell people, how do people get involved with that? If, they're trying, if they want their kids to go, how do they uh, audition or apply or whatever it is that you have to do? Just go to the website, polarisarts.net. There you go. We need to get all these like these different things out. So it's PolarisArts.net, you guys. So then you're launching a magazine or the magazine is already launched? Uh, we are already done with it. We're just putting in the final pieces. So we launched that in April. Uh, and then I'm also the editor in chief for the Easy Way magazine, too. So we're getting ready to put that one together and launch that in April as well. So they're and, both you, and, and, and you raise children. How do you do this? My children are raised. They're they're adults, but my grandson, he's That's the four year old grandson that you saw. That was your wait, wait a minute. That wait, was your grandson. Wait just a minute. Wait. You are a grandmother? I have eight. <laughs> I have you, eight. Wait, I, I don't she give a shit how grandchildren. Many, I don't give a shit about how many grandchildren. I care you're a grandmother. You can't believe that you're like old enough to be a grandmother. I thought that boy was your son. No, my my all my kids are adults. My youngest daughter. You're, you're is an 25. old you you are an old fucking disguise. I am. Oh my you look so young. Thank you. Are you my age? 81? Close. No. Oh, get out of here. Kimmy Bear. 79. Shh. So, how much? 
79, she said. No, no, you are. You look so young in person also. No, seriously, you look like you're like 35 or something. You don't I look thought, like you could I have any I thought she was in her 30s. I would never. Uh, I wish. <laughs> I, I feel there. like I'm in my 30s, but no, unfortunately. I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally flabbergasted. I had no idea that kid was not your son. Oh, he's Holy. my grandson. <laughs> Here, I'm calling him your son. You didn't correct me when I said it earlier on the show. It's because everybody, he's with me all the time. So, and that's Racer's little protocol. Funny story, I have to tell you guys. And, and you have eight grandchildren? Eight. My oldest oh. grandson is going to be 18 in July. 18 grandson. You had to get knocked up at 12. Close. <laughs> I was 16. <laughs> A few more years after that. I was 16 with my I, first son. I, I am totally in shock and awe of you right now. I cannot believe you have an 18-year-old grandson. Yeah. Oh, you know, you can't tell anymore. Years ago, people, you know, when they got to be a certain age, they dressed old. Today, look at me. I dress young. I don't dress old. I wear young guys' clothes. I'm not going to wear yeah. some old so big, wait, baggy pants and a Go back and shirt. tell us a story, I'm speaking, though. you rude know, fuck. But, she, but you interrupted her. <laughs> you actually interrupted her. She was going to say something, and you interrupted her. Tell us the story, the funny story about Raster. So... So, you know, Raster being the Black Power Ranger. So Andrew loves his uncle Raster. Like he loves him. And so he was at school the other day and we, my daughter comes home and she's mad. She says he's at school pushing kids and he got in trouble and everything else. So she's mad at him. So he comes in and I said, Andrew, I said, why are you pushing kids at school? And he says, Grandma, he said, we, I wasn't pushing him. He's like, we were playing Power Rangers. He's like, and I'm like Uncle Raster. I'm the Black Power Ranger. So I have pushing powers. So <laughs> I had to call Raster right away. I said, do you know what you just did to your nephew? And so he, he loved, he goes, I'm taking him out to lunch. I'm taking him to ice cream. And I was like, oh, don't tell his mom that. Cause she was mad. <laughs> I didn't know that Ray was the black power ranger. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go. I have no idea what the, what okay. The power rangers is a kid's show. And I'm friends with a lot of the people. Serena wait, power was rangers the pink is what kind of a kid? It's show? a kid's show of, of like these kids who uh, Kimmy, tell me. Okay. Go ahead. Tell them what's the power rangers. <laughs> You so Power Rangers, there's different colors of the Power Rangers, and they're like teenage kids that um, are like superheroes. So they fight. There's so many different versions of the Power Rangers. It's been going on since I was a little kid. So it's been years now. But they have different versions of it. But it's teenagers, when they go to fight crime, you know, like anybody else, they turn into a different color Power Ranger. So for years, there was the Pink Ranger, and her name was Kimberly. So when I used to, I used to be an elementary school teacher. So every year I would, you know, introduce myself to my students. So like, you're the pink power ranger, because apparently at that time there was nobody named Kimberly, but this pink power ranger. So all my students thought I was the cool teacher because my name was Kimberly and they thought I was the pink power ranger. So I kind of went with it. I was like, yep, I'm the pink power ranger. So therefore you have to listen in class. <laughs> but yeah, probably, no, no, probably Kimmy bear. So there's a pink one, a yellow one, a yeah. blue one, a black I, I one, got yeah. it. green I got one. It. Kimmy bear. In this short time that you're on our show, you have done so many things. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever been a drag queen? Um, in public, no. I can, I can hear Brad in the background laughing. <laughs> I actually heard Brad laughing no, in the she, background. She, she's been everything. I figured maybe she, maybe she worked in drag one day. I don't know. <laughs> you maybe, are an amazing Maybe woman. not in public, but... At home, you're a drag queen. I love that. But no, when we get together at our house, we're going to have a fun time. I'll have some interesting people over also. And yes. we will tell stories about, I'll tell stories that I cannot do publicly. 
about nice. some of my movie star friends. No, it'll be a lot of like fun. So I love the Power Rangers though, and I even liked it. I know it didn't do that well, but the Power Rangers movie that they I just did I've like two or three too. years it's ago. A bunch of kids in jumpsuits. Yeah, they like and they have head, these heads on. Yes, I love I've the Power seen, Rangers. I, I've skipped by it, of course, but I think I've seen it. That's Sabon Films. Now, wait a Sabon now, Films now, is how, huge. How are you related to that show? How, what's the relationship? For me, for Power Rangers, I don't have a relationship other than with Racer. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, Racer Michaels is the is the producer for the movie that we're all working on, and you've met him a thousand times. Uh, he was at Sue Wong's house, um, mm -hmm. and we talk to him all the time. And uh, he's the one who uh, that we're all working together to do this movie with. And he was a Black Power Ranger in the TV show back in the day. Okay. He's an actor, but he's all, he's an actor and a producer. Okay. You know, I have very. He's not good with names. If he sees him, he'll know who no, he but is, but he's not a, good with do you names. you think I have the start of Alzheimer's? No. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, look like, it, I've said, like I've said a million times, you know how many people I've interviewed in my life? Over 4,000. Eric wrote Go Go Power okay. Rangers. <laughs> Wait a minute. When you interview over 4,000 people in a lifetime, your brain just cannot absorb or hold their faces or their names. It's an impossibility. So I meet I mean, just at, at Sean Kanan's book signing, people were coming up to me, hugging me, kissing me, saying how much they love me. I have no idea where they were. But I said, I love you back, of course, because I didn't want to be mean. But I don't know. I remember everybody. I don't remember names, but I remember faces. If I see a face, I'll know the person if I know them, but I won't know their name. Oh, see, well, then I feel special because when we went to the Sue Wong's event, I walked out and you said, Kimmy Bear. Actually, me, so. <laughs> yeah, he knows he knows you. you. I know. He you knows are, you. No, you I mean, you know what it is? Women I like. Men I'm not nuts about. But you know, men no, men are not very friendly or warm. I like beautiful women. I like women. I'm friendly, I'm far more comfortable with women friends than I am with male friends. Men are always competitive and uh not very complimentary or friendly. They're afraid, especially when you're a gay man, they're afraid to be too friendly because you might think they're coming on. So those so-called straight for a day guys, you know, they, uh, <laughs> they, they, they tend to shy away from a gay guy. Unless, of course, you're alone with them in a car and you had a couple of beers. <laughs> anyway, let's get it nice. No. Jimmy, say something nice. I'm drinking my little. I, I will say something. Okay, so let's let's do a hypothetical. Since I didn't know you were an actress, and you're getting ready to. I mean, when you unleash your IMDb with all how the stuff you that you not know had she on was it, on soap opera. How would I know? I never asked her that. Well, how did I know? Where did it come out of my ass? I mean, well, you, we don't stand next to each other when we talk to her. So you talked to her. She about never told time. me. How would you have known that then? I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't a clue. Possibly, possibly. Okay, so no wait. Possibly Kelly told me. Joseph um, Kelly. Oh, could be. So possibly she also, I read it. She has a movie. I think I, you did a movie called Night Realm because that made it to your IMDb in 1994. Where you acted in it or you produced it or which did you do? No, just co-producer. Co-producer. Okay. So do you like producing more or do you like acting more? Uh, producing more on the movie side of it, acting more on and producing, I guess, on the stage side of things. I like love it. And so you've been singing forever. Did you take voice lessons when you were young? I actually did not take voice lessons until 2015 when I went to Cypress College. And I went to Cypress College because I was bored and I wanted to sing. And there was 
no singing anything. I, I used to live in Long Beach, so I'm from the Long Beach area. So other than singing at my my performing arts school, you know, or anything like that, I just I wanted to sing. So the difference is I knew how to sing, but I didn't know how to teach to sing. So that was mainly why I went. And so I remember I went in there and I was singing uh, Orange Colored Sky by Natalie Cole. And all of a sudden this older lady walks in and she says, oh my gosh. And she had this beautiful England accent. She says, was that you just singing? I said, yes. And she grabs my hand and she's dragging me down the hall, you know, signing up for some, I have no idea what I was signing up. She says, you need to put your name right here and show up tomorrow at this time with sheet music to that song. And you're going to stand on stage and sing it. I said, okay. At this time, I wasn't going to argue with her. Like, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew I was going to do what she said. So the next day I went and I did just that, got up there. And apparently I was auditioning for the applied music program for Cypress College, which is the best of the best singers and uh, musicians of the school. And I made it in. So I did my four semesters there. Uh, and that's when I learned more technique, but I never had singing lessons literally until what, 2015. I love it. I think it's freaking like awesome. So you're gonna record some music and like put it out an, an EP or something? Oh, no. <laughs> I leave that to Brad now since he takes over the spotlight. It's funny because if I go up and sing, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, that was so great. And then you put him up and everybody forgets who I am. So it's like, so I just kind of sit back now and I let Brad have the spotlight. I used to perform at the casinos in Las Vegas uh, when I used to live there. But now Brad has the spotlight and I let him. I, I, I'm, I'm dizzy from this broad. I mean, she keeps throwing stuff at me that I have to digest. Now she lived in Vegas and she sang in casinos. I mean, come on. I mean, how old are you really? Sorry. You, must, you must be my age. I mean, you've done all these things. I told things. you I was 79. You didn't believe me. Yeah. yeah, right. You're 79. But no, you've done so much in such a short time. It's amazing. You know, I sing also, but I sing in a woman's voice. So in order to sing, I have to put a dress on. <laughs> no, it's true. I do sing. Jimmy will tell you. No, he does actually. I actually, I, I like him when he sings in a man's voice better. Yeah, well, I sing in a woman's voice better, I thought. You know, I, I had a stand-up comedy act for years. I dressed as Jane Russell in drag, and I did a show all over the country. And oh, straight, in straight clubs, not straight, in gay clubs. Never, never a gay bar. All, not, you know, supper clubs, nightclubs. And I'd go out there with my tits jacked up looking gorgeous, and I'd sing, My heart is sad and lonely. I think of you, of you, dear, only. Why haven't you called me? I love you so, body and soul. That's it, kids. That's all you're going to get. There you go. But with music, it sounded good. And it was feminine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have it right here. Hold on. Hold on. I got you. We're going to make it rain. There you go. Oh, I like that. What's that? That was money. <laughs> oh, that was for I, you, Ron. I never that was got, for you, Ron. I never got dollars. That was the gay play. No, I people paid a you know, people paid a lot to see me, believe it or not. It was supper club, I think, was $35 for dinner. Back then that was a lot of money. And the drink show, I did two shows uh Friday and Saturday. I did an uh eight o'clock dinner show and an eleven o'clock drink show. And um I was paid five hundred bucks for the weekend. That's two fifty a night. That's not a, not a lot now, but back then it was a lot. This so, is back in the nineteen sixties. So hold on, let's go to you because we've got five minutes. So let's let's say okay. So you're gonna go on Broadway. If you could be the star of any Broadway show, would it be would it be the one you said that's your favorite show, or what show would you like to play? I bet the you lead she's on? gonna say Rent. No, she's not. <laughs> I love. I do love Rent. I do too. Uh, I do too. I love see. the music. If it was any of them, I would do Phantom of the Opera. 
Really? Oh, that's a good one. That, I thought that was the crappiest of all. Oh, no. I'm I a, saw it and I was bored to death. I'm a huge it. Michael Crawford fan. I like yeah. his album. I have I, all his I, albums. I just thought it was so, so I don't know, so some. Protect- and who are, who are your favorite Broadway stars? <clears throat> Broadway stars. Let's see. Uh, Robert Guillaume. Oh, that's a good one. Angela Lansbury, hands down. Julie Absolutely. Andrews. Absolutely. Uh, I like all the old school. Adina mm-hmm. Menzel, Kristen Chenoweth. I, I love Bernadette Kristen Peters. Chenoweth follows How me about on Bernadette social media. Peters? Let's yes, Bernadette Peters. Peters and uh, who uh, I know, who I I know. Bernadette. I love Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth. I like. I really like them a lot. I told Bernadette Peters when she was just starting off. I ran into her in a fabric store downtown in New York City. And we chatted, and I said to her, you're going to be a superstar. She said, you think so? I said, Bernadette, trust me, you're going to be a superstar. And then years later, when I saw her, she said to me, you know, you were right. I really am famous now. I said, of course you are, because you have a beautiful voice. And she did have a, still does have a beautiful voice. Yes. My favorite one that she was in was the Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella. She was just as the step the stepmother. I mm-hmm. love that rendition. I do want to do that stage play of that. But the other one that's my favorite, and we did Sun- this- Sunday in the park with George. Oh yes, yes. She was wonderful in that. I love yes. it. I went, I went backstage and I brought her flowers, and it was just you know Sunday in the park with George. Yeah, great. Avenue yeah. Q. <clears throat> oh, see, I've never seen Avenue Q. Oh. we did it we did it years ago with like but that's my goal that's the one that i'm going to do out here so avenue q look for avenue q coming up okay so then we got we have like two and a half minutes male and female actor who you like to work with whether you were acting with them or producing them or whatever i'm sure ben affleck's gonna go just don't just don't say me i'm not available yeah so give me a male and female hands down ben affleck i am going to be Affleck one day so brad has like a limited time frame because it's over so j-lo if you're watching this i'm coming for your man there you go That's funny. You really think he's cute, huh? Do you think I, he's the I've best? I've been in love with Ben forever. Really? Yes. I actually, so, I like him. I don't like him as the best Batman. Well, if I, I like ever him. meet him, I'll drop your phone number off. There you go. <laughs> he can be like, you know, everybody, every marriage has the one freebie. So he hey. could be your freebie. <laughs> right. I'm good with the freebie. I'm, I'm good with that. We, Brad and I have already discussed this, so we're good. <laughs> I got a hall pass. His is Jason Statham. He likes Jason Statham. So like, he oh, I love thinks, Jason too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, female. See, he keeps doing that. Female. I love him. Wait, I love Jason as an actor. Yeah, but you also tell me how hot you think he is. I think he's sexy. Never you use those words hot. I said he's sexy. Okay, sexy. All right, female. You'd like to work with? Female. I would say probably Emma Stone. Oh, she's really? A good one. Emma Stone. Yeah, she's a good one. Okay, and then if you could have ever been been or worked on any movie ever come out, what movie would you like to have worked on? La La Land. Oh, I hated that oh, movie. I hated that <laughs> what? It was what? A, All right, I gotta go. Bye, you guys. Thank you for having me. No, I, the dancing it was, was terrible. a terrible musical. It, it it only made fun of the real musicals. I mean, why they they nobody? Ugh, it was awful. 
I like two of the songs in it, though. I did like two of the songs that Emma Stone sang, but I just didn't. Emma think it was Stone good. should never do a musical. I didn't like it. So well, that would be the only thing we'll disagree on because La La Land. For All me right. I, I, could, I could take But that. I can see you being a musical theater and musicals and stuff liking it, though, because you're, you know, you like all that, that kind of stuff in the first place. All right. So All you right. guys, Kimberly is on. Uh, Kimberly is on Instagram. You guys, it's Kimberly Boynton. But if you look, you see she spells her name different. It's K-Y-M-B-E-R-L-I-B-O-Y-N-T-O-N. I think there's also an Instagram for hashtag Temecula. And I don't know what is it. Is hash- hashtag Temecula. Hashtag Temecula. Um, she's on Facebook um, and she's fabulous. And we're going to see her next week on Thursday at the info list event. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We think you guys are mm-hmm. terrific. Brad, thank you for sitting and, and laughing and in the please, background. And please don't cut her first name. Uh, short. There he is. Hey, hey, hey. Don't hey. hold your dick when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too. All right. Thank you so much, Kimberly. We'll see you, everybody in the chat room. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys. We're not going to be here next week. We got to take one week off. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, We're playing a repeat next week because we got to do some stuff. So uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Kimberly, thank you so much. Thank you, honey. Thanks, Roxy. See you next Thursday. Can't wait. Bye. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. Bye, honey. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest newest and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show. Come on, Russell.